I'm Karis Hall McCollum. I'm sitting here with my dad, Dudley Hall, and you're joining us for an episode of Papa, I Have a Question. This is where I just get to sit down with my dad and ask a question, and we're asking you to join us because I know as an educator that if one person has a question, usually someone else has that question. Um, and I'm very privileged uh, and blessed to be able to have access to him as a great theologian, Bible teacher. Um, and so join me as a, I ask Papa, I have a question. Good. What's our question today? Okay, so I'm going to be a little bit vulnerable in today's question and just say that recently I have heard myself, as people say, hey, how are you? Just saying, exhausted. I'm exhausted. Mm -hmm. I'm tired. And um, I'm not the only one that's saying it. <laughs> I feel like a lot of my friends are saying it, too. It's just we're, we're living at a pace where it's like, I'm tired. I'm a, I'm a wife. I'm a mom. I'm a daughter. I'm a homeschooling mom. I'm a sister. I'm a, you know, I've got a, a friend. I've got all the things. Yet I know that the Bible says, come to me, all who are weary, yeah. and I will give you rest. And so then there's a little bit of condemnation of like, well, why am I not resting? So what does that look like when the Bible says that, when Jesus says, come to me and I will give you rest, but yet I have all these roles and all these things to do and all this stuff and what does that rest look like? How do I find that rest? Well, that is a great question. And I think a lot of people asking it without knowing how to ask it, you okay. know, because God does provide for us uh, a rest. It was shown in shadow form when God built in the Sabbath, mm -hmm. when he was telling Israel how to live with him. And he's basically telling them in giving them the law, this is how you live with Jehovah God. Mm -hmm. This is the life I have ordained. He had demonstrated himself by when he created everything, he rested on the seventh mm -hmm. day. Right. And he didn't rest because he was tired. <laughs> or sleepy. Yeah. yeah. He rested because he was done. Mm. There was a sense of fulfillment, a sense of accomplishment. Mm. And so he built that into their whole lifestyle. Remember the Sabbath day. He even had Sabbath years and 50-year jubilee mm -hmm. Sabbath mm -hmm. where the land rested. And so he built rest in. So part of God's order is rest. And then, of course, that was fulfilled. All of the stuff about rest was fulfilled. When Jesus came and fulfilled all the requirements of mankind to relate to God, when he when he fulfilled all the covenant, when he when he uh he did everything that was required of man to uh, to be righteous. He he did it all and then handed it to us. Yeah. And so we have a permanent rest so that at all times we can rest in the finished, completed work of Christ. He's lived our righteousness. He's paid our debt. Mm -hmm. he, he has defeated our enemy, death. He, he has canceled the power of sin in our life. And he has empowered us with the Holy Spirit. So he has done everything that the alienated human longs for. And to the degree that we are aware of that and that we are living in the awareness of that reality, to that degree, inside we can rest. 
It doesn't mean we don't get tired. It doesn't mean that <laughs> yeah. you don't work 20-hour days some, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it means that there's not added to the physical fatigue this mental and spiritual and kind of this hangover fatigue of I'm just not measuring mm. up. I'm just I'm just not the mom I should be. I'm not mm. the wife I should be. I'm not the neighbor I should be. And there's always the storyteller sitting on the shoulder saying, you're not good mm. enough. There's, it's always there. And so if you're listening to the storyteller saying, you need to do more in order for God to love you more, to be valuable. If you're listening to that storyteller, you never do get rest because he never quits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you sleep 30 minutes extra, you get accused. Yeah. And uh, if you're not doing what you put on your schedule to do today, you're a failure. And so... Why wouldn't the enemy uh, of hum- humanity tell that story? Mm. So, so my question is, why do we keep listening to the story? Why do we keep listening to that? To the to, accusation. To that accusation that you're not quite enough. You haven't done quite enough. You aren't enough. And therefore, if you'll try a little bit harder, maybe you can get over the over the hump. So it's interesting that you say that because even as, as you're talking, I'm thinking, yeah, why do I, I, I know I hear that message constantly. I hear it over and over. Why do I hear it and why do I not identify it as the evil storyteller? Because it's in so many different forms. Yes. It comes in the forms of comparing myself to my friends. It comes in the form of listening to influencers or listening to successful moms or listening to, you know, that comparison of, well, if she did it, I should be able to do it. Well, you're not as good as, well, you don't work as hard as, well, you do, you know, it's just constantly coming in so many different voices that I, I think I don't identify. I don't recognize it and rebuke it, or I don't recognize it and replace it with truth. Uh, but I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> well, the whole uh, marketing industry is based on uh, on this, it's like if you are satisfied with yourself, the marketing you won't buy deal. Anything. Yeah, so they create in you yeah. that you need to. Like, okay, who in the world ever thought about buying razor blades until Gillette or whoever it was first said, "Hey, everybody needs to shave." Like, really? We do. Yeah, we do. And then so, yeah, everybody. You know, if you're really cool, you shave. Well, I need a razor blade. <laughs> well, we got one. Yeah, and and so. Okay, it, you're cool to wear a certain kind of clothes, drive a certain kind of car, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So the whole thing is intended to create in you a need or a desire that you are not fulfilling and you haven't lived up to. So you will get that product so you can yeah. live up. So we're bombarded from that advertising mm-hmm. deal. We're bombarded from uh, a culture that is saying uh, – we get to define who's cool and who's good and who's mm-hmm. you know productive. who's accepted, who's productive, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And one of the things that we bought into is the idea that if you the busier you are, the more important you are. Yeah. And in my world, it's it's there. I mean, I I seldom talk to somebody that I don't say, "Hey, man, how you doing? I'm busy." Mm-hmm. Well. 
Is that supposed to be a? I mean, is that is supposed to make you better? I mean, it's congratulations! Congratulations! <laughs> well, I supposed to salute? It's like, oh, you're busy. Yeah. Well, heck, I'm busy too. You say, "What are you busy doing?" Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, no matter what what you do, you can be busy. Yeah. And I face the whole same thing. Sometimes I just sit down and I say, "I'm going to sit, sit right here in this chair, and I'm going to think about what I what." What I think I heard God say. I don't know if he did or not. I'm going to think about it. And now I'll be looking at my watch and go, I ain't got time to think about uh, this. Yeah. You know, I, I got I got things to, to do, people to see, whatever. So so bottom line, Karis, is this. <clears throat> if I am aware that God and I, that first of all, God is a real person, mm-hmm. a father, that he and I are doing life together, and that if there's something important that needs to be done, he will give me the impetus to do it mm-hmm. and the ability to do it. And so if I live with that consciousness, then if he is not, if there's not something that he's told me to do or I, you know, he's led me to obligate myself to, mm-hmm. if there's not, then I can rest to believe that he can enjoy me and I can enjoy him. Mm-hmm. But if I am not aware of that, I become a victim of the whole society, the whole the whole storyteller. Yeah. Uh, you you got to be you got to be busy, and you can never measure up. And I can even be a victim to uh, religious ideas of right, like I oh, have yeah. to take care of other people, I have to serve other people, I have to, you know, it's like oh, so I can't ever say no to anyone because that wouldn't be loving that wouldn't be kind yeah. that wouldn't be generous that would be selfish so i can't say no to you i got to yeah. do you know and then that just adds layer after layer after layer yeah 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 I, you know i mean i've spent my life speaking preaching serving ministering whatever how many times has somebody asked me to do something and then i don't have time and mm-hmm. i can't give it my best mm-hmm. and i know i should say no and that little storyteller says, well, you know, you don't, God funny. gave you that grace and you, mm-hmm. you don't need to be selfish with it. And mm-hmm. think of who might be listening and who might, and it goes like, oh, okay, I'll do it. And then I, I wind up uh, not giving it my best, not feeling like I'm really being obedient to the Lord. I feel like I'm committed to a need rather than to a father who mm-hmm. cares about the need more than I do and that he is assigning somebody. So uh, it, it does require a conscious, uh, conscious fellowship with God that that's real. Hmm. So the rest is in the relationship. The rest yeah. is in the consciousness of you're here. You're all I need. You've accomplished it all. So I just get to walk it out. Yeah. Yeah. And then the the, the whole concept that we've talked about more uh, earlier. I'm a co-laborer with God, which means when God when God gets ready to do something, He does it through His people, mm-hmm. and He's gifted me in some areas and you in some areas, and and He gives the opportunity. and And here's what the Scripture says: because I am a representative of Christ, because I am mm-hmm. a member of the body of Christ, I am. Right. I'm not trying I, to be. I'm not trying to be. Yeah. I'm not sometimes. Uh, I am a member of the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Therefore, when that hand goes forth, it is 
God's hand doing something. When, when the word goes forth, it's God's word going forth. When God gets ready to say something, he says it through one of us. When he gets ready to do something, when he gets ready to walk. If I understand that, I know that, that my work is never in vain. Mm-hmm. And that any lick I hit as God's representative, it's going to be effective because it will have God behind it. I'm his. Mm-hmm. You know, my hand can't hit you and say, that's that wasn't really my hand. That was somebody's. No, that was me. Mm-hmm. And, and, I don't know if that's a good metaphor or not, but uh, I'm just saying we have been we've been taught that we're separate from God and we need to do things for, for God. Him. And we need to do things that will make him happy or, or please him. And whatever, and he's up there judging like uh, that wasn't too good. That was okay. That was not good. No, I, I'm I'm sharing life with him, and so uh, if he, if he wants to if he wants to sit on the back porch for ten minutes or, or ten hours, mm. you know, I have to be free to do that. Mm. That's good. I need to learn to speak to my storytellers. Yeah, I think so. You know, if you don't rest, you will play hooky. <laughs> That's true. You know, playing hooky, playing hooky just means you're not where you're supposed to be, yeah. doing what you're supposed to do. Yeah. I, I never did get into the playing hooky deal in high school, but I had friends that did. And, they, you know, they'd run uptown and go to the pool hall and play a few games of pool and skip a couple of classes. I was just lazy in that I didn't want to have to make it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I couldn't enjoy it. I could not enjoy mm-hmm. knowing that I was supposed to be somewhere else. Yeah. But if you get tired enough and you get bored and whatever, you will play hooky. Mm-hmm. You'll find something you can do that gives you a semblance of life or rest. You'll, you know, you'll go on too many vacations, or mm-hmm. you'll, you know, you'll be too involved in whatever's your entertainment. Yeah. And you'll be playing hooky, but if you rest. In the middle of rest, you get to enjoy everything God does. Yeah, you get to be a part of. Yeah. What? Yeah, that's a good point. That's encouraging. Okay, if you like me are feeling exhausted, let's uh, let's understand who we are and that we are um, in relationship with the one who gives rest because He's already done it all. Thanks for joining us on Papa. I have a question. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Kerygma Ventures podcast. We'd love for you to join us next week as we continue to bring you conversations and messages that challenge you to live a life of grace and freedom, developing a thriving relationship with Jesus. If you enjoyed today's episode, would you share it with someone in your life who you know would be encouraged to hear it? Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.